Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous to your contracts, they said, What the f are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass? So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. The Round Ball Rock Podcast, starring Dave Schilling, Jojo White, Tiny Archibald, Joey Devine, Bob McAdoo, Marvin Bad News Barnes, Billy Knight. John Keen, Sad Sanders, musical guest Nazareth, and now the temporary host of Round Ball Rock, Joey Devine. Hi, it's me, Joey Devine, your temporary host of Round Ball Rock, and I am back this week with Sean Keen. My co-host, uh, permanent co-host, Sean. How are you? I'm, I'm pretty good. I'm pretty good. Just been uh, just refreshing Kanye's Twitter feed all day. I, I missed that entirely. I was not on the phone at all today, and I'm so glad. Yeah, I actually did not follow it. I just saw that he said something about um, Drake having carnal relations with his wife. Mm, very cool. Very cool. Yeah. Cool, cool um, tweeting. Yeah, love it. Um, Sean, we got kind of a stacked show today. Should we just get to it? Yeah, let's go. Let's go, baby. I guess I should do the business part at the top. Oh, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. I guess that's um, right. As always, thank you for listening. Uh, it's been a great year, I would say. We're coming up on the end of the year here, and it's been a really good one for us at Roundball Rock, and it's because of you the listeners Mm -hmm. uh and we love hearing from you we love reading your five star reviews it's weird that itunes only allows you to give five stars but why would you want to give us anything else um we're on spotify we're on itunes if we're not on your podcast player of choice uh let us know and i'll try and get us on there um and you know how you let us know by emailing us at roundrockpod at gmail.com or on Twitter at Round Rock Pod. Um, or you can always call us on the phone at 323-682-0342. And again, unfortunately, uh, that phone number doesn't spell anything. So, sorry we can't make that easier for you. Um, Sean, you watch any games tonight? No, I... Well, oh no, no, I did, I did. I watched, um, I watched the second half... Of the Rockets and the Lakers. Were you holding your arms behind your back the entire time? I was actually. I was. Um, I was also babysitting, and that was that's the main thing. He was. He was just. He was whining a lot. You know. Mm-hmm. It was just like, oh, sorry, that's a foul. Why can't we watch Peter Pan? 
<laughs> Why are you talking about which how racist this cartoon is? Uh, the the extremely racist cartoon, which mm-hmm. I had, had had forgotten the extent of how racist it I is. I was hoping and, it was the live action one with Hugh, where Hugh Jackman sings Nirvana. Oh, 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 the pan movie. Yeah, yeah. full of songs, right? I think there's only two songs. It's weird. Uh, you know what else is weird about the animated Peter Pan? They have a dog that is employed as the governess, and mm-hmm. there's a lot of physical comedy with that. They do not explain how that is at all possible. And I was just like, is was that what the Edwardian era was like? Like fetishizing Native Americans and uh, enslaving pets I for child care? London is just more magical than Never Neverland. Because why would you want to go live in a weird place run by children when you can have an adorable giant dog take care of you yeah i mean the dog is killing it but also it feels weird that they're just refer to the dog as the governess and there's no there's not even a line where someone's like hey it's weird that we don't have a human being mm-hmm. doing this job and the this dog is in human clothing for no reason. There is one thing I will say. Um, I think that dog uh, would probably do a better job uh, running the Chicago Bulls like any dog, not just that dog. No, but I think that specific dog would be like, that's what a young team needs. You know, yeah. like loyalty, uh, trying to protect them, you know, occasionally barking at them, but not yeah. all the time. Yeah, there's no point where that dog makes the darling children sit down and watch videos of all their mistakes for hours. Yeah. Um. All right, that's enough intro, right? <laughs> yes. Yeah, dude. <laughs> it went from let's get straight to it to talking about Peter Pan. Yeah, I don't let your children watch that movie. Um. Okay, so uh, let's start off with some reader mail, shall we? Hell yeah. This is Round Ball Rock Reader Mail. Communications from listeners. Why do we call it Reader Mail? It is confusing for robots. We got a call from a longtime fan of the pod, uh, No Friendo, our Twitter friend and yours, even though his name is No Friendo. At No Friendo, give us a call. Let's hear what he has to say. Hey, Joey. Hey, Sean. It's uh, No Friendo. First time, long time. I'm talking to you on the bike because uh, it's the only place I'm not embarrassed uh, to be calling a podcast. But uh, I've been really loving the Luka John Doncic songs and uh, just got a couple more suggestions. Uh, the Luka of Love uh, to the tune of uh, the ABC song, Look of Love. And uh, now you're messing with uh, Luka Doncic as opposed to son of a bitch. Anyway, thanks a lot. Keep up the good work. Um, well, thank you, No Friendo. Uh, he had a lot to say about the uh, Luka Doncic songs and some pretty funny suggestions. Um, but I got to say, No Friendo, in response, um, you don't control us. Only Sean controls which Luka Doncic songs he does, right? Yeah, and which is which ones are destined to again become viral? We're gonna go hits. so fucking viral. That's the dude. most important thing in I basketball just, writing these days. I just want to wear wigs, man. Mm-hmm. Give me a reason to wear some wigs. Yeah, I Give mean, me a we, reason to Trey Young. Um, that's my. I'm writing Trey Young parody songs behind your back. By the way, oh my god. Um, <laughs> What a rivalry we've developed on this podcast. I have to only st- Tracy ask- Chapman theme though, actually. I also have uh You got a tree young and It's pretty good, right? Remember when you were driving, driving in the lane. Yeah. That one actually originally was a Kevin Herder parody oh. song, but I changed it. I gotta say <sighs> we have not had as many spins. On the the previous on the most recent song, so check it out on the SoundCloud. Look, there's a lot of lot of stuff. We we put up a lot of uh, options, but we have more reader mail, and um, I want to introduce a, a special segment. Uh, there's a reader out there. Um, his name was Shot Daddy, 
Mm-hmm. It is now Ninja Purtle, uh, and his God-given name is David Jordan. Um, and he writes us, I'm going to say, are the the emails that um, give us the most meat on the bone, I would say, right? Yeah, so. a lot of a lot of good, like 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 the questions are. He's not jerky, but his questions are like jerky because there's a lot to to chew on, and he yeah. has a dry wit. Um. So, without further ado, here's a new segment. Now, at guard from North Carolina, you know him from what GM is what sex scene, and. What owners should karaoke what songs? The King Questioner himself. At Ninja Pertil on Twitter. Formerly Shot Daddy. AKA Don Nelson. But Shot Daddy in our hearts. Here he is. The goat of reader mail. David Jordan. Um. Alright. So our, we got two questions from David Jordan. We actually got three, but I'm saving. We have two in the barrel. He, mm-hmm. We have four David Jordan questions, but there were two I wanted to answer tonight. So the okay, first great. one, Sean. David says, One thing we've learned is that cash considerations is a favorite prospect of the Chicago Bulls upper management. In an all-time money-saving maneuver... The Bulls cancel all halftime entertainment for the last few home games of the season and instead force the players and coaches to come out during halftime and entertain the crowd. Who performs who performs and what do they do for their halftime show? Um So I'm thinking Bobby Portis is just out there like breaking bricks. Mm-hmm. Like and he doesn't even know karate, he just punches them. Mm-hmm. And they shatter. And then like he runs out of bricks pretty quickly, but he's still got eight minutes. And then he's just like mean mugging individual members of the crowd mm-hmm. and there's no music. It's just silent and it's incredibly awkward. Mm-hmm. That's pretty good. Um, My number one is I think Jim Boylan just makes them come out and do military style pushups, right? Oh, oh yeah. Just yeah. in these, <laughs> just, they have to run suicides mm-hmm. and uh, that's entertainment. The only better entertainment is reruns of Family Feud. I also think like there's a point when Jabari Parker's trying to do a uh, Red Panda style act with the unicycle and the plates, and he just can't even ride the unicycle, mm-hmm. and he's just like crashing into things and falling down. But he's still like demanding more and more plates every time, <laughs> and you're like, you're not even in shape for this. Why are you? dominating this halftime show like that and he's like i i don't i don't care about defending myself that's not my job my um, job is to put up plates another thing i think happen uh would happen for sure i think i said this on the air one time i might have said it on take it or break it but if there's one thing i know about the chicago bulls roster it's that zach levine comments on pornhub videos <laughs> uh he just has that vibe, and I think for sure we see his. He comes out and just shows us his process of like what what he would write for each video. It's edited, of course, because it's a family uh-huh. affair. But then he, but like, he just has to. He just has to like summarize what it is. Like, oh, this this girl can't make rent. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, so this girl is like her first time coming in. She thinks she's auditioning for a regular commercial, but then you know, and then I would say. Show me that ass. I don't know. <laughs> um, <Whatever you> would <laughs> the other thing, obviously, is Gar Foreman and Jim Paxson would come out painted silver and do that thing that those weird yeah, flexible like, balancing twins do. But they're like balancing on each other and they're like twins, but they're also maybe gay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, and then also, I think... I think Reinsdorf is cheap enough to actually make Paul Canerco come out and just like, just long toss. Uh huh. Yeah, he's like throwing, he's throwing t-shirts into the crowd, but they're like white White Sox t-shirts, and you're like, are these Adam LaRoche jerseys? And, and no, Reinsdorf's they're like, they're left over. Yeah. They're, they're Drake, Drake LaRoche, LaRoche just left them behind. 
I would probably buy a Drake LaRoche jersey. I 100% would. No, I've said it. Uh, Um, All right. LaRoche, yeah. (laughs) Uh, David Jordan had a suggestion. Uh Uh, He said, my guess is that Campaign definitely gets bullied into having to perform, and he does Fortnite dances. You know, I think that's good. Uh, What I'm going to say is uh, he doesn't need to be bullied to go out there and do ideas he'd be so much happier doing that than playing basketball on the court oh for sure campaign i think is the nba player i could most see being the first guy to um retire from the nba to just become like a trampoline dunker during half times at during the nba you know what i mean just mm-hmm. like one of like a ma- one of those mascot sidekicks that doesn't wear a costume but throws out the t-shirts and dunks on the trampoline and like runs around with a sign that says make some noise. Uh-huh. I mean, I've only heard really good things about him personally. Mm-hmm. Um, I just wish he was better at basketball. He has like he has like a a good player's name too. But... I think it w- I think he'd be a better player. If his name was Cameron, not Cam, though. Oh, well, I mean, his name is, but if you... Yeah, but if, if you we'll went by Cameron, Cameron, yeah. Yeah, I guess that's right. Well, campaign is like, it feels like a weird portmanteau, you know what I mean? It uh, Campaign feels like a guy who was good in the NCAA tournament and then is not good in the NBA, to me. Uh, and that, as, as I've said before, uh, champagne and campaign... Means you uh, go out and party with Jalen Rose, and then you uh, get a DNP coach's decision <laughs> next day. But not because you're hungover, just because uh, the coach wants to see what Shaq Harrison can give you. Um. All right, and David Jordan's second question tonight yeah. is: uh, One thing we know for sure is that the Dallas Mavericks do not currently have a jersey sponsor. Let's assume Kentucky Fried Chicken swoops in for that sponsor sponsorship, with part of the deal being that Mavericks players, coaches, and of course, enemy of the pod, Mark Cuban, thank you, David, will appear in a series of television commercials. Please assess the relative merits of any significant Mavs personnel with regards to their ability to portray Colonel Sanders. Okay, let me let me tell you this right now that uh Mark Cuban's going to be really bad. He's going to be fucking horrible. Dirk will be the second best. Dirk will be the best. He'll just say like, no, he's oh, second best. I think there's a person on this roster that's better than Dirk. That's a better. Dirk. Yeah. Well, I, what do you imagine Dirk's performance is like? I think he's like very committed, like oh, full yeah, wig, yeah. full beard, and just like, yeah, you know, you have to just try these biscuits. Okay, very what do good. you think Dirk's? Because the Colonel Sanders all kind of have themes, you know, where it's mm-hmm. like tan Colonel Sanders is like, yeah, the barbecue chicken one or whatever. What I is think, Dirk's Colonel Sanders hawking? I think it would be a lot of um, tall stuff for him. So if they've mm-hmm. got any, any like like a like an extended box, yeah, like of a stuff, really tall popcorn chicken, box. and it would just yeah, it would talk about like yeah, maybe it's like mash but like all the stuff is just in like a rectangular box mm-hmm. and it's extra long and i think that's what dirk is talking about like like yeah come in from distance and like mm-hmm. and he's like standing at the three-point line and the box actually goes all the way to the basket or something okay so i think there's i think there's someone on here who's gonna be better than dirk but it's a uh little bit it would make it would rile up i think some internet conservatives. Okay. And that is DeAndre Jordan in drag from the Hoopers as yeah. Colonel Sanders. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> and they're like, why is he in drag? And they're like, he's just, he's just more comfortable acting this way. Yeah, well, his thing is like, uh, uh, fried chicken is a construct, you know? Oh, it's like yeah. the, the double down it's for the double down is back. And it's like, you know, chicken can be bred too, just like men can <laughs> dress as women. <laughs> I could also see him like going for something where they just like beat the shit out of a piece of fried chicken and throw it in there, and he's at that dilapidated house that he and Chris Paul yeah, co-owned in those commercials. Yeah, yeah. 
with that, that. where Damian Lillard was constantly there ruining their house. Yeah. Um, I could see Harrison Barnes doing like he's a playing very, the clarinet or the saxophone oh, or whatever. I think he I think he's doing like a very accurate historical impression of Colonel Harlan Sanders. <laughs> like he's he's like looking at the tapes and he's like getting the mannerisms down. Like I think he's like a student of the game. Cause like he lo- he loves stand up comedy, so he's just like I got I got some big shoes to fill here. I think they're going you know, a musical more. with Harrison. His talent, he likes to show it off. He's pretty bad. He's really, but you know, you fix that in post. We're filming uh, a TV commercial. <laughs> what do you think? What do you think JJ Barea's attitude is? Oh, I think he's very good, and I think, I think he's like. He's like a spicy chicken. See, I was going to say, I think it's something to do with like pick and rolls. Like you pick your own like boxes. Like it's a chicken and a roll. The chicken yeah, roll. Yeah, yeah. Or or like uh, you pick four things and that's your meal or whatever. And they're, they're like, and one of them's a roll, I guess. <laughs> I just feel like, I feel like they would try to explore. Like, I feel like KFC is probably kind of a racist company and they'd be like, uh, he has a Latino name, spicy chicken. Oh, that, that hot Puerto Rican temper. And people are like, what? That's not a thing. And Luca would be very bad. Yeah, he's not. But the he problem doesn't... is that like, he looks like he eats there too much and yeah. you don't want that from your guy. Also, he'd be like, They'd have to introduce some like horrible Slovenian item where it's like, yeah, we took the chicken and we pickled it. Mm-hmm. And you're like, what? Why would you? <laughs> um, it's like finally sauerkraut in a in a KFC meal. You know what I think they should do though, actually, to tie it all together. What's that? They should have uh, Dirk and Luca together, and they're like mirror. It's like. It's Dirk looking in the mirror and oh, staring see, back as Luka yeah. Doncic as Colonel Sanders. You know what I mean? I could also see them just going for, like, Rick Carlisle as a literal colonel. Like, he's not Colonel Sanders in the fun, like, mm-hmm. bolo tie thing. He's a member of the U.S. military. He's, he's a sergeant. He's yelling at you to eat chicken. And he's just, he's already walking off disgustedly he would be very bad yeah because he'd just be like you eat here it's not nutritious but it's better than freaking wendy's only the only he i think he might be worse than cuban actually cubans i mean he would care a lot less cuban would be worse i think because he would give it a hundred percent yeah cuban would at least try and have fun with it Carlisle would just be like, well, I have four and a half minutes to shoot this yeah. entire commercial. Get uh, it done. <laughs> you know who I think would also be good? Uh, don't forget, he's on the Mavs. He's in the G League right now, but Giannis' brother, Kostas. Yeah. Um, you know, you have you kind of have him piggyback on Giannis's tweets. Like, it's like, like what's the freak going to eat? Yeah, except... The joke is that Costas only eats Kentucky Fried Chicken. He uh-huh. won't try any other foods because mm-hmm. it's too good. Um, Dwight is Powell he, would be so, bad. Would they have like a a Colonel outfit that could fit him? Oh, for sure. They tailor I mean, for, those. Oh yeah, d- yeah. So so him being a giant with massive arms wouldn't matter. No. You know who I think would be very good. I'm looking at it right now. Mm-hmm. There's an assistant coach. Who I think might shoot straight to the top here. The Are top you saying three. Daryl Armstrong? Daryl Armstrong would be I an think excellent be really Colonel good Sanders. Yeah. <laughs> you know, he'd be he he's like a scrappier Colonel Sanders that got ignored for a while and he like built his way up to be the leader of that company. What do you think his what do you think his food item would be? Mm, scraps. Yes, they're selling they're selling chicken scraps. Um, and finally, of course, the worst member of the Dallas Mavericks at being Colonel Sanders and at being a person is, of course, Pants DJ. He would be the worst Colonel Sanders. Um, <laughs> Where they're like, and and his slogan is just, "That's not ranch." <laughs> Gross. All right. 
Um, that's been uh, David Jordan's questions. Uh, all as always. Email us. Email us more. Yeah. Round Rock. Pod. DeAndre. DeAndre's brother David. Yeah. So good. Michael's Michael's son. He's the Michael Jordan of our reader questions. But um, now it's time for the news. This is Round Ball Rock News. Basketball news. For humans and robots. Trust the process. Alright, um, our first news story, Sean. I don't know anything about this story, so you might want to... I'm going to be honest, I don't know a lot about any of these news stories today. I was uh, indisposed. But a Kings, a Sacramento Kings executive... Stole fourteen million dollars from them, and he's yes. going to jail. Yeah, he's going to jail. So this but is, but only um, for two years. So the story is um, this guy named Jeffrey David, who used to be the chief revenue officer for the Kings, and actually at the time of his arrest was working for the Miami Heat. Basically, um, oh, don't steal diverted- from Pat Riley, dude. Yeah, so he stole $9 million from the Golden One Credit Union and then another $4.5 million from Kaiser Permanente, mm-hmm. and he used it to buy beachfront property in Southern California, which, because of the beachfront property element, that is he's officially a supervillain because that is a Lex Luthor-style scheme. Did he think there was no extradition in Miami? Maybe that was it. He's like, oh, like, people are always like, yeah, it's like another country there. And he's like, like another country. <laughs> Am I officially an ambassador? Do I have diplomatic immunity because I'm visiting from the Sacramento Kings? Um, anyway, he he finally got sentenced. He's going to prison for two years. That doesn't uh, seem like enough time for fourteen million. Well, you know who else? You know who else said that was uh, podcast host Nate Duncan, what? lawyer. Oh my lawyer, god. Lawyer Nate Duncan said that. And Do you think uh, he's now plotting to steal fourteen million dollars from a uh, from an NBA franchise? Let me just let me just give you his quote on this one. It was it's absolutely amazing that stealing fourteen million only gets a two year prison sentence. Doesn't seem like much of a deterrent. A lot of dudes would go to prison for two years to get fourteen million. That's you know true. Who one of those dudes is for sure? Nate Duncan. You can tell in his tone. Look, man, I mean, if he could podcast from the prison, would it be that different? He loves working out. Uh, I mean, it would be pretty funny if Dunk Dons were recorded Mac Dre style from a jail phone. That would be incredible. Yeah. Um, Anyway. uh, Accepting collect calls from prison. So tight, dude. Uh, The key is uh, he didn't get to keep the money. When you get caught for that, they make you give it well, back. Well, but Nate would hide it better, you know? I guess so. I mean, he's all he was already laundering the money. But Nate, uh, uh, Nate would know, Betterman would know where to hide, would, uh, where to uh, hide his embezzled money. Uh, uh, yeah. Uh, now, do you think, because mm-hmm. this was such a sophisticated, he definitely looks like a guy who would embezzle millions and millions of dollars, mm-hmm. by the way. Um was the robot involved? It said he used sophisticated financial instruments to do this. No, that robot wouldn't be there if it if he was. That robot would be going to robot prison, right? Well, I mean, maybe the robot is. Maybe maybe they only talked about the human convicts at this time. <laughs> what I will say is it does knowing this story that the kings were out 14 million dollars. Um it does now make a lot more sense why they were the first pro sports fan franchise to uh, mine Bitcoin. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, do you think this guy spearheaded it? I think it might be pretty likely. <laughs> See, I was thinking Vivek spearheaded it, and that's how he's hiding. He's like, we can make it back in crypto. Uh-huh. Oh, oh, yeah, that he's like, oh, where'd this money go? And uh, we must have lost it in the crypto market. We got a <laughs> good money after bad. Um, I bet I bet Vivek is like, no, you have to chase bad money with good. That's the only way it works. Like, he misunderstood the aphorism. Uh, my other question is, will the FBI be able to prosecute Sam Hinkie for stealing all those picks from them? 
really good joke, Sean. Thank you. You probably should have tweeted that. Um, can <laughs> I, I, I saw a pretty amazing um, King's fact that doesn't have anything to do with this today. Can I just read it to you real quick? Yeah, absolutely. Um, that the Sacramento Kings have in the last 10 years only been over 500 for 86 days. Wait, repeat that one more time. All right. Because that's incredible. <laughs> for the past decade, the Sacramento Kings have only been over 500 for 86 days in the entire decade. 86 days out of 3,653 yes. days. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, and thank just, you to just... Tom Haberstroh. That was your big number today, but yeah, still. And, and... The impressive thing is uh, they start every year at 500. Yeah. <laughs> like, none of, none of that carries over. They get a clean slate. My God. Uh, so, so are you saying th that makes me feel like, not that I thought so before. Mm -hmm. I don't think they're going to make the playoffs, Joey. No, I don't think so either. But look, they're it's a they're looking up, you know. They're gonna sign sure, Willie Cauley Stein to a really bad deal this summer. Look, every day <laughs> they stay above five hundred is a goddamn miracle. Yeah. Now that we've learned that, like, they could be over five hundred for the remainder of twenty eighteen, mm -hmm. and that's incredible. If they if they start, when do you think the last time they started a calendar year above five hundred was? It's got to be like Ron Artest year or whatever, <laughs> right? But even then, they like I think they might have been under five hundred on January first. I mean, we could also look this up, but uh, they had like one year where John Salmons was really good. Remember? I guess so. <laughs> um. Guess. All right. Yeah. Our next piece of news. Uh huh. Uh, Spencer Dinwiddie. Mm hmm. Uh. The Nets point guard uh, signed an extent a contract extension today for three years and thirty four million dollars. Mm -hmm. Congratulations to Spencer. Yeah, Dinwiddie. and as we all, as any listener knows to this podcast, uh, everyone knows that Joey Joey Devine likes Spencer Dinwiddie, with the exception of one thing, and that's his goatee and hair combo make him look like he's uh like a spy in under like undercover on like the americans mm -hmm. um i mean let's let's just take a moment and uh the nets have the worst uh, they they have the worst hair overall on their roster than any basketball team and i think it's not particularly close yeah. uh damari carroll all-time bad hair um yeah damari carroll uh d'angelo Russell seems like he's making a lot of bad decisions with his hair. Mm. Um, his whole style is... Um... Jared Allen, I like the spirit of his hair, but I don't think it looks very good. His mustache and, is good, though. Uh, Alan Crabb, also an all-time bad NBA mm. hair guy for years running. You know, this yeah. is like, you know, when you're like picking an all-star, your tiebreaker is their career. Alan Crabb, bad hair even in college. Uh, Joe Harris looks terrible. His is very bad. Joe that was Harris the one that looks made me think really that made bad. Me start looking at the rest of the roster as like, oh my god. Joe Harris looks like someone who got kicked out of like the arcade fire. Well, yeah, when you when <laughs> because he didn't dress nicely to their <laughs> concerts. <laughs> when you see Joe Harris, like if you just look at his stature, like wow, why was everybody sleeping on this guy? And then you look at his hair, and you're like, oh yeah, that's why. People. He looks sweaty before the game starts. He looks like he's guilty. That's what his <laughs> hair looks like. Um, Jared Dudley also not wonderful hair. I would say no, but he's old. You know, like yeah, yeah, yeah. No, what are you gonna do? Um, but yeah, just just bad hair team. Um, so Dinwiddie, um. Good Seems player. Like, yeah. 
And the third year is a player option. So he has the option of becoming a free agent at age 28. He will be opting out of that deal at $12 million. Almost certainly, I think. But, uh, you know, it's like it seems like a pretty fair contract. Yeah, because here's the thing about Spencer Dinwiddie um, and the thing about the Nets in general. Um, NBA Twitter and like weird analytics people are all stoked about the Nets all the time, uh, but they're still bad. And uh, Spencer, if Spencer Dinwiddie is your starting point guard in the NBA, he's like, you know, he's not a top 15 NBA point guard, right? He's I mean, like, he's a, he's, he's like worth, the new Darren Collison. He's worth like 12 million dollars yeah. a year, which is, you know, what yeah. he's getting. Good job. And but he was also cut by two teams like <laughs> two years ago. So, yes, the, fuck the yeah, pist- Spencer Dinwiddie, you did it. You it just- didn't win it. <laughs> Well, and it's also like, okay, so what has been a big weakness of the Detroit Pistons recently? Uh I would say guard play. I would say they had a little trouble with their guards. And uh, two years ago, he was traded by the Pistons to the Bulls for a 26-year-old Australian who then immediately went and played in Australia, where he still is. What's that Um, guy's name? Uh, something Barstow. Okay. Cameron Barstow, Cameron I think. Barstow, yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool. Yeah. All right. Um, and then the Bulls released him mm-hmm. after that. And the, the Bulls point guards right now are uh, Ryan uh, Archaeopteryx, the <laughs> feathered dinosaur, uh, Champagne and Campaign, and uh, No, Not That Shack, Way Worse. Yeah, Little Shack. Little Shack. <laughs> Little Shack. <laughs> Whew. Yeah, but he's not. A, I don't think this Shaq Harrison is a cop, though. So you know what? Thing. No, I don't think so either. You know um, what Spencer Dinwiddie was probably pretty good at too: running What's suicides. That? Uh, yeah, that's probably it's true. He's probably <laughs> great at it, actually. Um, also, we we always we've heard uh, nice things about him uh, helping out like the team operations staff in Detroit. Everybody in Detroit really liked him, yeah. so I'm glad he's getting paid, man. Yeah, um, cool guy. All right, um, I think our our next story, this is probably the one we'll talk about the most. Uh, Robert Sarver, the terrible owner of the Phoenix Suns, who's been skating for a while because of, like, Bulls and T-Wolves drama. Right. um, (laughs) Threatened to move the Suns if Phoenix doesn't build them a stadium. Yeah, so... So basically what happened was... And their stadium is pretty new, right? Isn't well, Talking they, Stick pretty new? They renovated it in 2003. Okay. So it does probably need an upgrade. Maybe. I mean, it's a it's a building that got renovated 15 years ago. Also, I don't know how you know what? often... People would fucking go see your team more if they weren't fucking horrible. Well, it's not... They don't even have a problem with attendance i don't think he just wants money so so this is this has happened a couple times uh most notably recently the atlanta braves just you know bribed some city council guys and they just like bucks make milwaukee give them a ton of money for that new place that looks like a fucking um sonos too uh maybe maybe (laughs) i know i know the braves basically just bought some city councilmen and they just like within a week passed a incredibly expensive stadium thing in Cobb County. And all those guys have been voted out, but the Braves have their free stadium. Um, So they basically like introduced this thing within the last week, um, Mm -hmm. which was uh, the, the city of Phoenix was going to give Robert Sarver $150 million for arena renovations. The city paid 150 million. The team was going to kick in 80 and the thing the city got was that the team committed to staying through 2037 and there was a $200 million penalty for them moving before then. Mm-hmm. But they're giving them $150 million. So, you know, that, that doesn't seem like that much. So um, once they announced it, he had like four of the seven city councilmen lined up. But once news came out, everyone in Phoenix was like, no. Never. Don't do that. And one councilman flipped his vote. So 
Uh, they were going to vote on it this week, but the mayor pushed it back a month because it was going to lose. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, and so the the terms right now, they are on the 20 – I guess they're on their 26th year in this building. They're on a 40-year lease, and uh, apparently a clause is that they can leave as early as 2022 if the arena is considered obsolete, which I, I, I'm very curious at who gets to define – uh, what obsolete means in terms of uh, a building. Can you know? Phoenix make them leave if they don't have a point guard by 2022? It feels, <laughs> feels like it's not. That, like, th- Is there any point when the Phoenix Suns had less leverage to do this? No. They, they're like, they've basically been competitive since the mid-70s, like yeah. every single year until the last four years. Yeah. When the team has just been driven into a ditch. Uh, this year, um, Robert Sarver fired his GM mm-hmm. after uh, allowing him to run the draft and make free agent decisions. And sign Trevor Ariza for $16 Trevor million dollars or whatever. Draft DeAndre Aiden over Luka Doncic um, and trade a first round pick to get Nicole uh, Bridges. Just a lot of a lot of stuff was entrusted to him, and still end up without a point guard. Mm-hmm. Somehow, no point guard. Um, so what happened was they pushed it back, but everybody came to the city council meeting, and people were allowed to still give comments. And it was just a string of people shitting on Robert Sarver. Just fantastic. Um, there, I'm going to read this woman's comment that she said. This is just an excerpt. The whole thing's great. Check out the video. Mm-hmm. Uh, Miss Rogers from 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 Phoenix. Mr. Sarver has done nothing to improve this team in the 14 years he's owned it. He's never funded or bought, paid for two or three key players, which make any professional sports team successful or on the road to success. He's so tight, he squeaks when he walks. Oh, hell yeah, dude. That's such a sick burn. That's such a – and from like an old lady, too. Uh, you know what? I'm going to pull that audio. Actually, yeah, let's good. play it right now. It's your turn, baby. 45 seconds. Let this motherfucker feel it. All right? Yo, DJ, spin that shit. This is Chicago politics at its worst. And it has a very foul odor. And we are not in the business of funding private enterprise. I don't care what it is. Mr. Sarver has done nothing to improve this team in the 14 years he's owned it. He's so tight, he squeaks when he walks. So the other thing that happened was the official Phoenix Suns Twitter account went like full MAGA post truth and uh let me find the thing that they actually tweeted today it was like very embarrassing and and like very um just like not what you expect from like they tried to keep searching i'll explain they tried to fake news the story uh because sarver he only threatened to move and did not name city specifically because in mark stein's story he said that uh, Sarver was threatening to move them either to Las Vegas or Seattle. Mm-hmm. Which, congratulations, Las Vegas and Seattle. You are going to be the ghosts for rich people to rip off taxpayers for the next 10 years. Mm-hmm. Unless yeah, Adam like, Silver doesn't fucking do something about it. And just yeah, like, give you the teams everyone literally wants you to have. Yeah. Um, no, it's terrible. It's um, It feels like... Okay, so here's their tweet. It says... The truth comes out, quote, one Phoenix City Council member, meanwhile, backed away from his earlier comment to me that Suns owner Robert Sarver told him he would go to Seattle or Las Vegas if arena deal isn't approved, which is them just just basically hashtag fake news. Mm-hmm. Um, and basically they. They talked about moving somewhere else in Arizona as well. And uh, what, like Scottsdale? <laughs> yeah, 
the council member said Robert Sarver didn't actually say Las Vegas and Phoenix, but he made it clear that Robert Sarver was going to move. So, okay, he didn't specifically say Las Vegas or Seattle, but where else is he talking about? What a super cool dude, dude. Oh, I was just going to move to Tucson. Mm. Or maybe Santa Fe. The Suns should let him move the Suns, but keep the name... And, like, he can just take the players, and they can play with all the players whose draft picks that he sold off of. That's, like, their new roster. <laughs> yeah, so the quote was, if you guys are not going to vote for this, let me go. Just let me go somewhere else. I want out. If you're not going to be build my stadium, then I want out. And he said he did not specifically name Phoenix or Las Vegas, but that was you my Seattle understanding. Seattle or Las Vegas. Seattle yeah. or Las Vegas. But that was my understanding. Hmm. So, cool. and then the then the Sun CEO said, "No, no, no, no. We're just looking for a different city in Arizona." Which I don't think they're looking for somewhere else in the valley because uh, they're going to move to Glendale. Come on, like yeah. Phoenix is the city. Yeah. Um, the truth comes out. Anyway, fuck Anyways, you, Robert Sarver. Go fuck Sarver yourself. Yelling at an intern, an unpaid intern who had to tweet that out. Um, yeah, all billionaires, all billionaires are bad. And guess what, Robert Sarver, you're not a billionaire, but you're bad too. Yeah. <laughs> Bam. Um, uh, that sucks, dude. Like, like how how ballsy is it to do that now, though? Like, you were the worst team in the league last year. You were terrible the year before. You keep getting high lottery picks and. Taint, like blowing them and yet this is the point where you're like just let us out of our lease man we only have 14 years left on the lease but <laughs> it's like better give us 150 million dollars because i will invest none of that into the team it's like they pl- made this plan five years ago and are just sticking to it where it's like they wrote in like five years from now dragon bender and marquise chris they'll be taking the league by storm uh we'll have our big three Brandon um, Knight, Marquise Chris, and Dragon Bender. <laughs> and can you can you imagine people like they would hate to see Dragon Bender in a Las Vegas Suns uniform? <laughs> uh the 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 Seattle Super Sonics. Yeah. Really kill it. <laughs> it would be funny if they went to the rainiest city in America and kept the name the Suns. Yeah. That'd be some, like, real old sports shit. Yeah. (laughs) Um, But also, NBA, fucking just put a a team in Seattle already. No, don't put your fans through this bullshit. Just put the Orlando Magic there. Yeah. Specifically. In fact, I've said this before. But but first, strip the DeVoses from the ownership position. That's the other thing. I've said this before. Here's how you fix your conferences. Uh You move... Two brand new teams or two shitty East teams to the West. And then you move the fucking Pelicans and the Grizzlies to the East. Uh, Because those teams are not, they're not in the Western parts of the United States. I mean, isn't, isn't Memphis really the one that needs to move? Isn't New Orleans like pretty close to Houston? Yes, but it's still like... For parody's sake, you move Anthony Davis into the Eastern Conference is partly why. Well, he's moving into the Eastern Conference, baby, in exchange for Terry Rozier, uh, a (laughs) lottery-protected 76ers pick, uh, Aaron Baines, and Semi Ojale. Oh, I'm glad you brought up... That's top offer. I'm glad you brought up our friends, the Boston Celtics, because, first off, we say a lot of bad things about the Celtics all the time on this podcast. Uh, but we should probably mention that they've been really good lately. They've won like eight games in a row. So congratulations, you. The way you fixed your team is by having a bunch of guys hurt. Yeah. Um, because you had too many guys. Uh, but most importantly, I found this story. Sean, I yeah. don't know if you've seen it yet. I have not. Um. But do you remember Celtics troubled rookie Robert Williams? Yes, uh, he he missed. I think the team's initial conference he's call late and to his everything to summer league. Yeah, yeah. But he's he's playing now, right? Yeah, and he's playing well. But 
Um, there was a story today on MassLive.com, my favorite website, <laughs> uh-huh. uh, about how Celtics fans have given Robert Williams the nickname Time Lord. Like, uh, like, like prov- Doctor Who? Yeah, proving once again that uh, uh, Boston Celtics, uh, or the organization and also now their fans, uh, are incapable of having sex because they've nicknamed him after a Doctor Who character. Oh, yeah, the, after after calling Isaiah Thomas the king in the fourth, uh-huh. the, the most strained uh, Game of Thrones reference possible. And also the description of a guy who was uh, murdered. Mm-hmm. So maybe that's why that happened to Isaiah. Oh, actually, yeah, yeah. The reason they called Isaiah Thomas the King in the Fourth, like Rob Stark from Game of Thrones, is that Danny Ainge was about to stab him in front of his whole family. <laughs> so I have a, I have a, uh, a quote here for, uh, from uh, the Boston Celtics fan that gave him the nickname Time Lord. Mm-hmm. Um, and he says, quote, uh, so we started joking that he wasn't late. He was operating on a different timeline concurrent to the one we are in as evidenced by the fact that I knew he was a Celtic two years ago before he was a Celtic. It was a long thing about how anyway, and we would do it with people taking themselves really seriously and they'd get very mad at us for thinking they were too uptight. So from here, he became a Time Lord, like the characters in Doctor Who, whose time travel can tie together terrible holes in the plot of a shoddy script. Oh my god. Here's here's something I want to say, just to uh-huh. all the fans in Boston. I know this is not for our interest, but um, you're spending too much time thinking about your sports teams. Mm-hmm. You need to read a book. You need to like... <laughs> Read a book and and like expand things. Don't and not Harry Potter. No, not Harry Potter. Like read <laughs> like a, a a book for grownups. It doesn't even have to be like a serious book, but just something that will keep you from calling talk radio. Yeah, be and, like Bob Cousy and read a Tanahazi Coates book. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, your hero, your hero, because he's the greatest white Celtic of his generation. Obviously, you guys can't get completely behind Bill Russell because you're like, oh, are they going to make me bust my children to, to talk to a black person? No. <laughs> Just go to the library, read a book. Like, stop pretending you're predicting what college player is going to end up on. Oh. So also, anyway. You, you don't have any magical powers as a crowd in <laughs> any of your venues. <laughs> So they asked Robert Williams if he's seen them call him the nickname Time Lord. And I've got to say, I was not high on Robert Williams because of all the lateness stuff. Uh, and he's like a traditional center in 2018 until I read this quote. Here's what they here's what he said. Uh, always, always, instead of calling me Robert they call me Time Lord, but I don't know where that shit came from. <laughs> Which, to me, proves that Robert Williams does not watch Doctor Who, and that is a positive checkmark in the yeah. Robert Williams might be a good NBA player box. Brad Stevens is going to eventually bench him when he realizes that the reason he's late to everything is that it's too busy fucking. You know what I mean? Like, he's... <laughs> I could make it to practice on time, or I could finish getting my fuck on. <laughs> he also had a quote where they asked him if he liked it. And he said, I fuck with it. It's cool. I'm probably going to have 20 other nicknames. I don't know. I haven't heard a lot of people saying it. I think I'll stick. it'll stick when the coaching staff starts calling me that. And I will well, say... Actually- there is a chance that that will happen. That's what it's I was going to say. Is normally, Stevens. this would not stick with a regular coaching staff, but fucking virgin nerd Brad Stevens, for sure. He might call him like a specific Time Lord. He might be like, oh, you're like the uh, the, the fifth Doctor yeah. Time Lord. Um, he would say that, but he would not actually call him Time Lord, because I'm pretty sure that Brad Stevens only thinks there's one Lord, Jesus Christ. Yes, of course. Uh now, question for you, Sean. Uh-huh. Do you think Danny Ainge thinks this is a good nickname? No, because he... There's no way Danny <laughs> Ainge watches Doctor Who. Like, 
Like, so they asked him about it on the some radio, some Boston Danny radio is show. A dork. Let's let's just say this: like Danny Ainge, questionable morally, <laughs> stabbing his players in the back. Not a dork, though. So they asked Danny Ainge uh, on some Boston radio station today if this is a good nickname, and Danny Ainge said, "That's a bad. That's that's a bad name. I would not take credit for that." And they said, you don't like the Time Lord nickname, Danny? And he says, I don't. No. I think we can do better. And then he went on Twitter and suggested an even worse nickname. Would you like to know what it is? This is what Danny Ainge suggested? Yes, on Twitter. Uh, He suggested the nickname Lob Williams. I mean, that's still better than Time Lord. Is it, though? Well, it's like it's it, too it's first actually, off, like, but when you read it, it's too close to Lou Williams, who is an actual player in the yeah, NBA. But, it, but like Lob Williams is like a nickname a guy could have had in the seventies. But here's the nickname it should be if okay. we want that. Go straight up. He goes by Robert Williams. Call him Robert Williams. You know what I mean? <laughs> no, that's worse. <laughs> Lob Williams sounds like 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 an ABA guy who dies of a drug overdose. <laughs> So my question, though, is can you top Danny Ainge's nickname? Well, but I, it has to be in the style. It has to be something Danny Ainge would like. Well, I'm thinking, I mean, obviously, I think he might go with Tanner to replace <laughs> his excommunicated, disinherited son, the failed congressional candidate from Utah. Uh, Danny Ainge already ruined his career by signing Gordon Hayward. Doesn't love that son. Um Okay, so it, it, wait, does it have to be in the genre of Lob Williams, or does it have to be in no, the genre of No, just a nickname, a nickname that Danny Ainge would like. That's all you need. Okay, hang on. I gotta just open up something. <laughs> I'm doing, I think we're doing the same thing right now. Yeah, and I think, <laughs> we'll see what we Here, each came up with. Here's what I think his nickname should be. Uh, it should be Frontega Chicken Signature Panini. That's pretty good. That's, <laughs> That's yeah. from... His favorite restaurant, Panera Bread. Uh-huh. Um, or, you know what? Another good nickname for him? Napa Almond Chicken Salad. <laughs> I think he might just call him Guac Williams. <laughs> I, you know what, though? He's if his, like, he's if his name is going to be Guac, it'll, it should be Guac is $2 extra, Williams. Well, I mean, I think, <laughs> I think it probably is $2 extra because there's a late fee. <laughs> Let's see. Is there, is there anything new? No, they they say process a lot. I, I feel like this might be <laughs> the Celtics Sixers rivalry. Uh, what about uh barbacoa sofritos cilantro lime brown rice burrito, please? It's not bad. It's not bad. I mean, I could I could say it kind of rolls off the tongue. It's still better than Time Lord. There, by the way, there's no way Danny Ainge gets guacamole at Chipotle. I don't think that's the case. He's way uh, too cheap. There's no. He's not. Because, listeners, first off, I want to talk about Chipotle real quick. Uh, mm. Chipotle sucks. Don't go there. That's yeah, not Mexican I food. I, I don't really like it. Uh, also, guacamole is like $2 there. Uh, and that is asinine. Uh, you can make guacamole for like 75 cents. <laughs> um, it's also not that good. No, and they put too much of it on there because they're charging so much. It fucks up the burrito. Yeah, Chipotle uh-huh. sucks. Don't go there. All right. Anyway, <laughs> uh, let me let me let me just suggest one alternate nickname real mm-hmm. fast. Hold on, I'm just opening up the Panera Bread menu. I'm on the Panera Bread menu. <laughs> uh, that's where I got his first two nicknames. Here's one. What about Southwestern Chicken Flatbread Williams? <laughs> I mean, it's not it's not bad. Kind of rolls off the tongue. Also, also this this name could catch on. Artisan Ham Williams. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm decreeing that right now. Officially, anytime we mention Robert Williams on this podcast, he is now Artisan Ham Williams. Artisan Ham Williams. Okay. <laughs> uh, do you want to hear some other? Actually, I don't want to do that. Um, I think that's been our show, Sean. Is there anything you want to plug? Um, come to the Punchline, December 20th through the 22nd in San Francisco. 
Uh, you can check out the Everything Report live at Sketchfest on Wednesday, January 23rd, and I will have a sports naughty or nice list coming out oh, on Yard. Who's the, who's the naughtiest? Um, who am I Tiger choosing? Woods, as always. Uh, well, Jim Boylan made the list. Oh, tight. Um, uh, the, the 76ers, the Washington Redskins, reliever Hunter, Will, Hunter Strickland, and then, um, Actually, this is kind of funny. Uh, these guys, Corey Johnson and Eddie Green, uh, who are the CEO and coach, respectively, of the of a track club called the Newark Flames. Mm-hmm. And they founded uh, a track meet called the Brick City Invite. Mm-hmm. Uh, that was a fake meet. They, what do you they mean just, it was fake? They just publicized it and entered the results for like six high schools. But it, the meet never happened. And so, like, the people from their track club all had these, like, uh, really good personal records that qualified them for other track meets. And then one of the other schools was like, not only did we not compete in the Brick City Invite, uh, we actually hosted a track meet at our school that day. And so they were disgraced. Wow. Yeah. Um, Also, their fake track meets were the Brick City Invite and the Brick City Invitational. Uh, as for me, uh, I recorded three Who Cares About the Rock Hall podcasts today, so I think I'm going to be on, like, all month. You're officially a co-host of that podcast, um, right? How but, many times, is that, like, your seventh appearance on that show? Well, if we did three today, six, yeah. So, yeah, if you want to hear me talk about the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame on the, our friend, uh, the very funny Joe Quazala and Kristen Studdard's Rock Rock and Roll Hall of Fame podcast, uh, subscribe to that, and I'll be on a lot. The uh, not the I got up at six thirty this morning, so we could get the the <laughs> the inductions came out today. We could talk about it right away. Um, congratulations to the Cure. Um, but other than that. <laughs> <laughs> um, you can always uh, you can always follow me on Twitter at Frankie Muniz, where six nineteen fourteen I tweeted. There's nothing worse than flying across the country and then having to wait over an hour for mom to pick me up because she was vacuuming. Yeah, sorry, she was cleaning the house to make it nice for you, Frankie. <laughs> You're a goddamn millionaire. Sean, get a cab. Sean, did you write another Luka Doncic song? I did. This one's uh this one's from the perspective of Dallas Mavericks GM Don with two ends Nelson. Trust the process TM. Oh, trust the TM, process. Uh don't TM sue Marcus, us Marcus Limonis. <laughs> and uh uh shut it down. Let's uh not move the suns anywhere. <laughs> I saw him at a club called Real Madrid where you drink sangria and it tastes just like a sambuca. S-A-M-B-U-K-A He threw an alley-oop to Gustavo Ayan Then he stole the Enzo's pass And the crowd as one chanted Luca L-U-K-A Luca Lu-lu-lu-lu-Luca Well, I'm not the world's most analytical guy, but the stat projections made me almost cry. Oh, my Luca, Lulu, Lulu, Luca. Well, I'm not dumb, but I can't understand why he dribbles like a pawn and rebounds like a big man. Oh, my Luca, Lulu, Lulu, Luca, Lulu, Lulu, Luca. Well, Europe had Doncic mania. He dominated with Slovenia. I looked at x-rays of his injured knee and said, Atlanta Hawks, won't you trade picks with me? Well, I'm not the world's most creative exec, but his crossover dribble made me see success for my Luca. Lulu, Lulu, Luca. Lulu, Lulu, Luca. Luca, Lulu, Lulu, Luca, Lulu, Lulu, Luca.
I called Travis Slank. He wanted Trey Young. I threw in a one. I pitched him the deal. So he picked a five and me a three. Well, that's the trade that I wanted to make, and it's already a steal. For goodness sake, I got Luca. Lulu, Lulu, Luca. Wings will be bigs, and bigs will be wings. It's a modern, positionless, free ducko thing, especially Luca. Lulu, Lulu, Luca. I went to Hawaii to clear my head And I've never been high cause I'm straight edge But my dad smiled and handed me a joint And said, little boy, play Luca at point Well, I'm not the world's most nationalist man But Anthony Randolph is Slovenian And so is Luca Lulu, Lulu, Luca Lulu, Lulu, Luca Luca, Lulu, Lulu, Luca, Lulu, Lulu, Luca, Luca, Lulu, Lulu, Luca, Lulu, Lulu, Luca. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more, with Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.